Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there everyone and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How you doing folks? Another week has rolled around in the podcasting world and the bagpiping world for that matter. And uh, yeah, strap yourselves in. This is going to be quite a packed episode this week I feel because we have a huge, huge and very important topic to bring you on this week's podcast. Plus we're going to do what we can to catch up with all the piping news and views that we've missed over this past couple of weeks because we've had some specialist episodes. Yeah. Now what did you guys think of last week's Big Rab Show podcast? Hey, hey. <laughs> It's going to be difficult to top that, seriously. Uh, I have to give a massive shout out and a huge thank you to the guys at the British Drum Company uh, for allowing us through the doors and uh, yeah, giving us the full tour and stuff. So yeah, if you managed to enjoy last week's pod, and I do think a lot of you actually did and managed to reach out and contact us and tell us that, yeah, brilliant. Thank you, everyone. Uh, I'm really glad that you enjoyed it. Uh, it was a very difficult thing to do to put something so visual through an audio form. But I hope that we managed to describe it well enough and actually get the gravity of what we were actually seeing. So, um, yeah, thank you to everyone who reached out and said, yes, you've enjoyed the recent state of uh, Specialist Podcast. So thank you. It is business as usual today. Yeah, but next week, of course, we're back into the thick of it with all of our Specialist episodes and such. We'll talk more about that in a minute or two. But, um, yeah, we've got more future special episodes to come your way. Now, like I said, this week's topic of the week, I do want to talk about it at the very beginning of the show. I do normally kind of mess with the format and stuff, and yeah, this is a bit of an example of that. This week's podcast is going to be discussing certain issues that may well be triggering to some folk who are listening to this. We are going to be talking about mental health issues around depression, anxiety, stress, and we even delve into the world of suicide. So if such topics and all the rest are, yeah, distressful for you or anyone else listening to the podcast right now, then perhaps, you know, maybe give this week's topic a bit of a miss. But um, yeah, I would urge you, it is quite an important conversation and, uh, you know, I think mental health and all of that in the piping scene, where we are now actually rebuilding following a global pandemic I think it's very apt to bring it to this week's podcast. I've been wanting to bring this actually to the show for a while now. And yeah, I'm so happy to be able to bring you this conversation this week. So that's this week's topic of the week. Just by way of a disclaimer at the start of this week's show, that if you find any of those things distressing and uh, yeah, if you are nervous about hearing about any of that kind of stuff, then perhaps it's not for you. Then yeah, just whenever a topic of the week rolls around, maybe give it a miss. But I have to say... It is a definite, very important conversation that I think a lot of people should hear. Yeah, so there you go. Straight out the gate, before we've even got into the introduction, 
I've waffled enough, haven't I? Yeah. So, welcome. If this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we talk about what we know and love to be that music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. Yes. Now, like I said, if you haven't caught the you know the last couple of episodes actually that we've done here in the Big Rab Show, go check them out. Do yourself a favor because those last couple of episodes, serious amount of work went into those, including some international travel. Uh, so go have a listen. Honestly, it was a real pleasure to put those episodes together. So yeah, go and have a listen. Also, if you would like to. It's not compulsory, but if you would like to, you can go and help support the show by clicking on our Patreon page. Yes, every click of support really does mean the world. And you guys over on Patreon are getting really spoiled at the moment. You're getting early access to all sorts of shenanigans that might be happening in August. We'll talk about that in a minute or two. Uh, But yeah, over there on Patreon, there's so much stuff being uploaded up there at the moment. It's Yeah, now is the time to be a Patreon supporter Trust me, there is a wealth of stuff over there, and uh, yeah, we've been churning out the goodness over there on Patreon. And shout out to all of our Patreon faithful, by the way. A lot of you guys listen each and every week and get quite involved in the community over there on Patreon. So, hello everyone on Patreon! You are all awesome. Alrighty, now, with each and every podcast, we always love to give a little bit of a plug for an ongoing promotion we have at the moment with the Piper's Dojo. Yes, we've been plugging this week after week, and for good reason. Uh, We've now had it on good authority over this last number of weeks that a good lot of you have been taking advantage of this program and are actually now starting to pay dividends. A lot of you guys out there are now starting to become unlocked with your plan. You know, you ever find yourself in a piping rut that you just can't get out of playing the same 4-4s over and over again? And you want to break into that blister and reel or hornpipe or jig? Well... Why not check out this promotion? Honestly, it's tailor-made. And uh, yeah, I think I'll just let the promo do the talking. Do you ever feel frustrated or stuck with your piping? Despite your huge investment of time, energy, money and passion, you thought you'd be further along by now. But you're struggling. Month after month, year after year to progress. Every piper deserves the feeling of true creative freedom every time they pick up their pipes. So why hasn't this happened for you? Why are you still stuck? At the Piper's Dojo, they've developed a step-by-step methodology called the Bagpipe Freedom Process that's proven to offer real solutions to get unstuck with your piping. For Big Rab Show listeners who'd like to try this process, we'd like to offer the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint online course 100% free. The course is catered to your own individual strengths and weaknesses and offers a clear game plan to break free from bagpipe captivity. Whether your instrument just won't cooperate with you or your fingers are holding you back, clear-cut solutions lie ahead. To enroll in the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint for free, simply visit dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab or thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo today. Ah, 
Ah, yes, there you go. Big Rab Show, thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo. That's where you go and get it. And uh, yeah, I, I, have to, I don't have to keep saying it because you guys are, are signing up. Actually, there's a load of you folks out there taking advantage of this. And it is totally free. Just go and get signed up, get your tailor-made program. And before you know it, yeah, the fingers are flying by. Yeah, so go and take advantage of it now when you can. Alrighty, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, shall we? With each and every Big Rab Show podcast, we always love to open the show with some listener mail. And this week is no different. We've got a lot of listener mail this past few weeks uh, where we've been having our feature episodes. A lot of mail come in on the subject of what makes the perfect pipe major and what makes the perfect lead drummer. We actually received a voicemail from good friend of the show, Andrew O'Sullivan. So shout out to you, Andrew. Thank you, mate, for sending in your voicemail. Unfortunately, your voicemail is very long. I think it's almost up on 30 minutes. Uh, So I don't know if we can bring the entire thing to our future show. Uh, But yeah, maybe if you want to summarize your thoughts and perhaps condense it slightly, definitely happy to bring that to the show, mate. But yeah, really happy to know your thoughts, Andrew, on what makes a good pipe major. Some very very accurate points, I feel. Uh, so thank you for sending those in. And uh, for those of you out there who do want to contribute to that show, please do continue. Uh, we are still taking emails in on that subject. Uh, so, yeah, have you any thoughts on what makes a good pipe major or what makes a good lead drummer? Yeah, because they're two very unique jobs. You know, I was thinking initially that I would put, you know, both leadership roles into one show. But I'm finding now, looking at your guys' mail and everything, that... They're two very distinct, different roles, and they both need different things. So, yeah, keep your thoughts coming in, folks. What makes the ideal pipe major? What makes the ideal lead tipper? We would really love to know your thoughts on it. Uh, that email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. There you are. Now, we got a, quite an interesting email in here. Uh, just through the middle of July, uh, this came in from Sebastian, and he said, Hey, Big Rab, my name is Sebastian, and I'm a piper from... And I'm going to butcher this from Montevideo, Uruguay. I've probably totally pronounced that wrong. So apologies, Sebastian. (laughs) I've been on and off with piping for the last few years, but finally rejoined a couple of my former pipe band friends. And we are starting to put together a new pipe band here in one of the least populated countries in Latin America. Wow, (laughs) that's impressive, man. He goes on to say, he says, A couple of weeks ago we had our first gig, played at a local Scottish dance group called, appropriately, Scottish Dance Uruguay. Awesome. And wanted to share the link with us and everything, and he has done, he's provided it here, and apparently it was the first public appearance, which was also part of a TV show called Uruguay's Got Talent. No way! So yes, we have watched the link and everything, and it's quite awesome. You guys know how to play a tune or two. There you go. Now, he says, If you're thinking piping is a tough hobby to keep up with. Try to think about starting a band in a country where there's absolutely no connection with Scottish music or culture (laughs) and where any single stick or reed will cost you almost double the price due to taxes and shipping. It's very challenging, but still, we love it, and Uruguay and Latham deserve to know this amazing instrument and its music. Wow, isn't that amazing? He goes on to say, we would love to compete, planning to join as many online competitions as we can find. And of course, we'll be starting to save money to be able to fly overseas and compete. 
He also asks, do you happen to know if there's any place online to see a unified calendar with all of the online competitions happening in the world? That's a very good question, Sebastian. I really don't know. Um, I don't know of one particular online source that, that yeah, tracks all of these. Yeah, so I think the best place for you to check out is, of course, Big Rab Show on Facebook. We do try to share out as many details as we can about any upcoming events. So there you go. That's, yeah, that's my recommendation. He goes on to say, hope you like the video and thank you for your show. It makes the piping world a bit closer to folks like us who try to play pipes and drums in remote regions of the world. Wish you the best, Sebastian. Isn't that brilliant? Wow. Whenever I got that email in, that really made my week. So (laughs) fantastic stuff. And to you guys out there in Uruguay, I wish you the very best at forming your band. Um, Yeah, that will not be easy. Like you say, the actual purchasing of instruments, reeds, drum heads, stuff like that, cost you an absolute fortune. So, yeah, good luck with setting up your band. Please keep us informed. We'd love to keep up to date with that and your progress, actually. Who knows? We might see you on the grass at the World Championships some year. You never know. There you are. All right, moving on to another email. This one came in from Taylor. He said, hey, Big Rab, you mentioned the NAAPD the other week on the show and asked for more information about it. Yes, I remember this. The North American, uh, was it a piping and drumming school or something like that? I think that's what it was. He said, you mentioned the NAAPD the other week on the show and I wanted to give you more information about it. I hesitated to answer the call because I thought you would be flooded with responses. You did not mention receiving any information on this week's show, so here you go. No, I didn't actually receive any, so there you go. Thank you. Uh, So Taylor says the NAAPD is a piping and drumming workshop. The school was started by pipe major Sandy Jones and is held in the summer mountains in the mountains in North Carolina. The school is open to all ages and it connects pipers and drummers with award-winning players. Cheers, Taylor. And he's also provided a link as well. So naapd.org. And uh, yeah, I didn't realise there was a website. So yes, there is with full information of what it's all about, how to apply for it, all that. So yeah, I honestly knew nothing about this, Taylor. So thank you for sending that through to me. I really appreciate that. And I will keep an eye out for future uh, workshops. Mm. Yeah, so especially if it's going to be run every summer. Yeah, so North Carolina has a piping and drumming workshop that I am now aware of. There you are. (laughs) Awesome stuff. Okay, moving on. We have another bit of listener mail in, and this one comes... Where is it from? Uh, This comes from David Colvin. David! Yes, good friend of the show, actually. Hi, David. How's it going, mate? He says, hi, Rob. Hope you're keeping well, pal. I said, thoroughly enjoyed your show with Gary West and Robin about the trust. Ah, of course, he's talking about the Gordon Duncan Memorial Trust. That was quite a cool show, yeah. He says, great stuff. It must have been slightly strange for Gary to be a guest and not the host. <laughs> yeah, completely. If anything, before we hit record on the whole thing, Gary said that it was a bit strange being interviewed for a change Instead of him asking the question. So it was quite a juxtaposition there. It was, it was a lot of fun, actually. So, yeah, it was great to have Gary on the show. I, I was a bit starstruck, if I'm honest. I've been a fan of Gary and his show on BBC now for years. So it was brilliant to have him on. There you are. Uh, David goes on, he says, uh, As you have seen on social media, the Thunderstruck play will be returning to the Fringe Festival in 2021. Yes, I did see this, David, and I was all sorts of excited for this. It's just so good to see the show 
coming on leaps and bounds. Of course, whenever we first reported on the launch of the festival, it was at the Pipe and Live Festival, and it was just a bit, you know, dipping the toes in the water. Will people like this? Will they hate it? That kind of thing. But now we've seen the play actually winning awards all over the place. From the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, of course, from the Fringe World Festival down there in Australia, and so many awards that this play has won now. It's just fantastic to see it going from strength to strength, David. So, yes... I have seen it announced that 11 shows in total will be happening from the 8th of August through to the 29th of August. And all of them start, apart from one, at 7pm each night. For more information, of course, you can all go and check out the Edinburgh Fringe Festival where they have all the details of where you can go and check it out. Uh, They have the information, I think it's tickets.edfringe.com forward slash what's on forward slash thunderstruck so there you go if you are interested in going checking out david colvin's david colvin's play i would highly recommend it i have yet to see it though i'm still gutted that i haven't seen it so yes i cannot wait to see this you know i'm counting the days that i can get over to scotland to actually watch this uh so there you go david yeah thank you very much for your email man and yeah a wee bit of a plug in there for the show does no harm uh but yeah he said he would love to have me along to see the show and uh yeah you know from the days from early pipe and life through to now that the play has achieved brilliant things and i have to agree so like i said folks go along check out the edinburgh fringe festival website that's where you can go grab tickets for it like i said there's 11 shows in total running through from the 8th of august through to the 29th and yeah it's just awesome to hear from david actually and who knows we might get him back on a future show to talk about the play or yeah who knows i might even get over to scotland to see the thing and hopefully get chatting to david as he comes off stage there you go (laughs) Right, there you go. So, as always, folks, I do like to summarise my listener mail because sometimes we do get so much and they're pretty much all on certain topics and we do like to kind of revisit those topics. So, if you did send us in some listener mail and we haven't read it out on the air this week, then apologies. But like I said, this week's episode is going to be quite packed. We're going to do what we can to get through everything that we can. It's been insanely busy this last two to three weeks, man. It's been nuts. So we'll do what we can to get through it. But yes, if we did happen to miss your listener mail, then please do email us in again to say, hey, big lad, you missed my mail. You never read it out. Uh, But yeah, honestly, sometimes we do get kind of swamped. Now, especially when we're coming up to one of the busiest periods in the piping calendar, which is piping live. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute or two. Plus, we have the Big Rab Show Beer Tent event that's coming up as well. And our mailbox has been flat out about that as well. And we'll talk about that in a minute or two as well. So, yeah, apologies if we did manage to miss your mail. It may well have got buried. Our mailbox has been quite busy over this last number of weeks. So, thank you. And like I said, if you want to send us in a voicemail, comment, thought, query, anything like that, please do send them in to us. You know, we will do our best to bring them to the show. Uh, that email address is always bigrabshow at gmail.com. The email address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Alrighty. Now, I think it's that time of the week again. Yeah, it's time for Word of the Week. Time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rapture Podcast. Effort. Ah, yes. This week's Word of the Week is effort. Now, you may be scratching your head wondering, 
why effort, Rob? That's a bit of a weird one. Well, if anything, it's kind of come to fruition for myself over this last number of weeks, and it's kind of the word that I've been living by this last while. Anything that is worthwhile requires effort. Yes, ourselves and the Big Rab Show team, seriously, not just me, but all of the guys on the team have been working crazily hard this last while on our feature episodes that we've presented all obviously this week's podcast as well that features a member of the rab show team and uh yeah we have future upcoming specialist episodes that we're really slaving away on trying our best to produce the best possible quality and it's yeah it's required a lot of effort also i have to say the big rab show beer tent event coming up on the 14th of august 14th of august That is taking a serious amount of effort as well. But I know for a fact that it will be incredibly rewarding when it comes that date in August and we are expecting the World Championships to happen and they don't. On the 14th, we can settle down, have a blistering piping extravaganza online where you guys can tune in and join the crack. It'll all be worthwhile. So, yeah, I think that's kind of the mantra we've been working with this last while here on The Big Rab Show is that everything that is worth doing requires effort. It also reflects a bit of an article that we've seen recently published online about possibly... They give a top 10 list of hardest instruments to learn how to play. Now, it's a top 10 list, and it's up for debates. And a lot of folks online have been really hotly debating this list, uh, saying that there's certain instruments in there that are really quite impossible to play, and they're not in there. Well, drums are in there. Drums are quite an impossible instrument to learn, and for good reason. And you should go and read that article because it does give an accurate description about possibly just how difficult drums are to learn, especially if you're going to be, you know, a pipe band snare drummer or kit player, percussionists, anything like that. There's so many different avenues and levels. Drumming is more difficult than you might think, you know? And for anyone who's ever lifted a pair of sticks, you're all nodding your head right now saying, yeah, it wasn't that easy. So, yeah, that's on the list. But, of course, top of the pile, number one, numero uno, hardest instrument in the world to learn how to play is the Great Highland Bagpipes. And for good reason. These things take years to learn how to tame. And uh, there's no other instrument out there that I could say that would take you years to even learn how to get a note out of it. So, yeah. Yeah, it's on there. The Great Highland Bagpipe is recorded as being the hardest instrument to learn ever, according to that online article, and has created a bit of a stir in the piping scene with a lot of folks agreeing and disagreeing in some cases. So, interesting. But yes, again, it harkens back to our word of the week, which is effort. And anything that is worth doing requires it. There you are. All right, folks, you guessed it. We have done Word of the Week, and uh, yeah, it's time for Weekly Drone. Now, I have heard this Weekly Drone. I've seen it come in, and I was a little nervous, if I'm honest, to present it on this week's show. And I'll tell you why with good reason after we've managed to hear it. Now, this week's Weekly Drone, again, is not the viewpoint of our show. It is that of you guys, and that's by way of a disclaimer. Yeah, this is someone who has emailed in anonymously using our weekly drone feature and he gives his opinions, him or her give their opinions, warts and all. And we've always promised that we would present weekly drone here on the show, warts and all. So, uh, Aaron, let's have it. Let's have this week's weekly drone. 
the weekly drone. The Premier Pipe Band Podcast. Big Rab Show team, can we please talk about the Premier Pipe Band Podcast? I think for too long you guys have been ignoring what is an absolute travesty in the piping podcasting world, namely the Pod Band Pipecast. For over 80 episodes now, they have been laying claim to the tagline of the Premier Pipe Band Podcast. Seriously? With so many other amazing shows out there, Can they realistically now, at this point, call themselves the best? With Chanter Rant, Up To The Line, and your own show now covering different aspects of the piping world, what do the pod band Pipecast contribute to the scene? I understand that they are just having fun producing shows they find entertaining, But calling themselves the best pipe band podcast out there is frankly an insult. Yes, I'm on my soapbox, but for good reason. You guys on the Big Rab Show team work really hard every week to produce a top quality show. With guests, topics and of course the weekly news and updates that we all really appreciate. This work doesn't go unnoticed. However, you don't go around telling everyone that you're the best. Even the folks at Chanterant, although not for everyone, they work equally as hard, producing entertaining content that reflects parts of the piping scene. Those two knuckleheads are part and parcel of my weekly listening, and wouldn't have it any other way. They have gathered a large following, but again, they do not run about shouting that they're the best. There is nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man. True nobility is being superior to your former self. Ernest Hemingway Over the 80 episodes of the pod band Pipecast, we have possibly seen every member of Mesa Caledonia appear. And it is great to meet the band members and to hear about their experiences. However, episodes such as Beat Sabre and the now famous two episode stint of trying Mountain Dew flavours leaves us all guessing, well, if this is the premiere podcast, then why check out the others? It's a joke. Big Rab Show team, let me be clear. These folks are not the Premier Pipe Band podcast. It's insulting that they claim to be, and with each episode released, they further point the finger and laugh at the tireless work you guys and other pods put in each and every week. I'll get off my soapbox now. Please continue to keep up the great work, and know that there is an audience out there that appreciate what you all do. We'll just ignore the nonsense that's happening over there and let them have their fun. The Weekly Drone Ah, yes. The Pod Band Pipecast, eh? Yeah, I do feel that it's been 
a good while since we've even mentioned them here on the show. And if I'm perfectly honest, that's because I've kind of fell out of listening to them. They, yeah, I, they just used to be on my weekly listen, but uh, I just kind of stopped. I, I've no idea why. Uh, but yes, obviously, that weekly droner, uh, not a fan. Not a fan, I dare say. But um, yes, looking at their content and stuff, it is kind of eclectic is the word I want to use. It's definitely unique and may not be for everyone, especially for that weekly droner there who really is not a fan. Uh, but yes, ourselves in the Big Rab Show, we received this weekly drone come in and we thought, you know, rather than just present it here in the show, warts and all, and not give them an opportunity to actually talk about their own show and their content and give us, you know, a bit of a... I don't know, an explanation, I suppose, or even just to talk about their show and tell us what it's about, then, yeah, no, we were refused. Uh, They told us that our show was not a good fit and that they won't be appearing on our show. And thanks for the offer, but no thanks. Um, No idea why. Absolutely no idea why. But the guys at the Podband Pipecast don't appear to want to come on the Big Rab Show and talk about their podcast. Now, I am aware that with, you know, our other piping podcast buddies over there in Chanterant, they also reached out to the Podband Pipecast a while ago, I think the end of last year, when we did have a bit of a podcast gathering where we all gathered up. We had a few beers, made ourselves look like agents, but we all had a lot of fun. But again, the Podband Pipecast didn't turn up. And again, we're wondering why. Now, this is not to be completely disparaging of the folks at the Podband Pipecast. We completely understand what they're doing over there is content that they find entertaining and informative and that they're entertaining an audience that they have established. And ourselves in the Big Rab Show, honestly, we've sung their praises from the beginning. We love to see another piping podcast out there. And yeah. I I just don't understand why they don't want to talk to us. I just mm, I don't know. But either way, they don't want to engage with us. They don't want to talk to us, and uh, I have no idea why. But there you go. If anyone connected to the Podband Pipecast knows the reason why, maybe we've done something we shouldn't have or said something we shouldn't have. We, we don't know. But I would urge you to go over there and judge for yourself. Don't listen to our weekly droner and just take his name or take their word as gospel, I suppose. Uh, we don't have his name. <laughs> yeah, so go along, have a listen, judge for yourself. Some of the episodes are really quite entertaining, have a real good laugh listening. And yeah, some of them are a bit weird. They are a bit strange. They mentioned the weekly droner there, mentioned the Mountain Dew episode. That was a little weird. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That was strange. Uh, but, there, you know, you get some strange ones, you get some good ones. And that could be said for us too here on The Big Rap Show. You know, not every show is talking to Richard Parks every week, you know. So, yes, guys, we all have good shows and bad shows. And, uh, yeah, it's an open invitation. I'll put that out there. If anyone from the Podband Pipecast is listening right now and you do decide that you would like to talk to us, then please do. It's an open door. We'd love to talk to you just to hear all about your show, your process, and also with your involvement in the piping scene. We'd love to hear all about it. There you are. If anything, I am aware of another uh, pod, or pipe band podcast kind of thing that's in existence called Droning On. Now, I haven't actually listened to it yet. Uh, oh, no, that's a lie. I actually managed to listen to one episode where he featured... Uh, Good friend of the show, actually. Yeah. 
Eric Evanhouse, the composer, of course, of the Big Rab Show Hornpipe. Yeah, managed to listen to the chat they had with Eric, and uh, that was fantastic. And then I listened to another episode where they were talking to Andy Fusco, of course, from Chandler Run. So they've had some great guests on there, over there on Droning On. So, yeah, for those of you who are podcast fans and you are hungry for more piping content, not just here in the Rab Show or Chandler Rant or Podband Pipecast or even Up to the Line, then why not go and check out Droning On? Yeah, I, I am eager to, to listen to more. Yeah, quite an interesting podcast over there. Interesting format and uh, some of the guests too, you know, honestly, very worthwhile conversations there. So, honestly, quite a cool podcast. Go and have a listen to it if you're a piping fan at all. Even if you're curious, go and have a listen. Anyway, so that was quite an angry weekly drone this week and kind of leaves a bit of a bitter taste in your gub, doesn't it? But yes, we did say that we would present weekly drone each and every week, warts and all. And yes, if you guys would like to submit your own weekly drone, then you can do. Go to our website, thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. There's a button right at the top of the page. You can find it there and you can submit your thoughts, feelings, stories, all of it completely anonymous, just like our own weekly droner did this week. There you are. Alrighty, guys, I think at this point I'm actually going to take a very quick breather at this point. Catch my breath after that weekly drone, which was just brutal, man. You know, that's not right, but hey, there you go. Let's move on, shall we? It's good to know that our work is appreciated, I suppose. You know, we can take umbrage from that, so thank you, droner. That was class. Okay, Um, I'm going to take a bit of a breather at this point, but I will be right back with all of the usual news, views, and updates from this past week, or two weeks, or three weeks, or four weeks. Yeah. I'll be back in a minute. (laughs) The British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBE. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. Ah, yes. Welcome back. Indeed, you know, sometimes it's just good to stretch the legs, you know. Yeah, so I am back and let's talk about the news. Now, folks, I have to say there's been so much news over this past couple of weeks. If I do happen to miss your announcement, your story, your advertisement, whatever, then, uh, yeah, you can come and shout at me and send me an angry email to bigrabshow@gmail.com. So we will do our very best to get through everything but there's been quite a lot of news, and we'll do our best, okay? We will do our very best to cover everything. All right. Now, straight out the door, Fred Morrison. The legend that is Fred Morrison has launched a brand new product. And this is a product that we've been waiting on, actually, for a while. The Fred Morrison Ullen Pipe Case. Yes, for you Ullen Pipers out there, or Fred Morrison fans even, yeah, 
go and check out this brand new case. It's velvet lines, zip pockets all over the place, beautiful, beautiful hard-wearing materials. Seriously, go and check it out. If you're an Ullen Piper at all or Fred Morrison fan, you're going to want to purchase this. FredMorrisonPipes.com. There you are. That's all by way of a shameless plug, no doubt. But yeah, go and check that out. His brand new Ullen Pipe case. It looks class. Also, shout out to Coulter and District, who are busy in recruitment mode at the moment. Go on, Coulter! Yeah, Coulter and District are currently looking to recruit a bass drummer for their novice juvenile band. And that's, of course, aged under 18. So if you are interested, contact the band via the social media. The band themselves practice on a Wednesday night from 7 to 8.30 in Coulter Town itself. And full tuition will be provided. So even if you've never played before, then, yeah, now's your chance. You can go and lift the bass drum at the Novice Juvenile Band. And, yeah, you could be the next bass drummer for Coulter and District Novice Juvenile. There you are. Now, also, I have to give a massive shout to another band who's busy in recruitment mode. And, of course, that is Bucksburn. Yeah, Bucksburn and District. Yeah, they're furiously busy. Uh, they're hoping to strengthen both their novice juvenile and their grade 2 pipe band in preparation for the upcoming season in 2022. Now, they're saying that as competitions and that recommence again post-COVID, that they really are hoping to hit the grass with a vengeance. And if you want to join the team at Bucksburn, then there's never been a better time. So contact them, boxypb at gmail.com, or of course you can check them all out on social media. The band are furiously busy in recruitment mode. They're looking pipers, snare drummers, tenor drummers. I think they've already got their base of drummers sorted, so yeah, that's done. Uh, but yeah, honestly folks, if you can, and you want to, there's your opportunity to go and join the Miter Bucksburn. All right. I also have to give a bit of a plug for folks living here locally in Northern Ireland on Thursday, the 26th of August. So, yeah, we're going to few weeks time uh, in, in sunny band bridge there will be a mass pipe band and this will be all to raise money for two children's charities one called angel wishes and the other one which is the children's cancer center in the royal victoria hospital in belfast now if you are looking for more information on how to take part in this event then we ask you to contact ali care direct on social media a good lot of you folks out there in the northern Ireland scene will know who that is uh, but if you don't, then please contact ourselves here in the Big Rab Show and we'll do our best to put you in contact. I think every member of the band has to pay, I think, £10 for participation, but the each payment of £10 goes towards the charity. Now, in previous years, this band has been increasing and increasing and increasing and it's getting larger and larger every year with uh, friends, families, pipers, drummers, all over the north, they all seem to be getting involved in this. And Ali has stressed that you need to contact him in advance so he can confirm numbers. Because as you can imagine, with high numbers of people, becomes high numbers of risk. Yeah, because of course we're post-pandemic here and we're trying our best to keep people safe. So if you do want to get involved in this, then please contact Ali Care direct on social media and he will do his best to sort you out and get you booked in. Alrighty. Okay. As I'm recording this, on the 28th of July, I have to say a huge happy birthday, happy 60th birthday to Mark Armstrong. Yes, a lot of you folks out there will be very familiar with who Mark Armstrong is. <laughs> now, yes, happy birthday, Mark. Now, the reason we're mentioning him is because we give him a particular shout on the page, actually, this past week. Yeah, on the 24th of July, a bunch of drummers all gathered to help celebrate his birthday. Now, this included uh, folks from pipe bands, including Field Marshal, the PSNI, 
Ansborough, plus a load of Mark's old original drummers from all the way back in his Ballycone days and even further back, all attended and helped Mark celebrate his 60th. And it was a huge thank you, basically, from all these folks for all the years of help and tuition. It was so heartwarming to see. All these drummers all gathered up, all playing together, and uh, Mark didn't know what way to look. It was really, really cool. So, yeah. A huge happy 60th birthday to Mark Armstrong. Many happy returns, mate. And yeah, I hope you manage to celebrate in style uh, with all of your fellow drummers there. That looks so much fun. Awesome stuff. All right, swiftly moving on, I have to give a mention to Turf and District. Turf and District are busy in, uh, yeah, fundraising mode at the moment. They're holding a summer fundraiser where you can win a huge barbecue hamper, which will be bursting full of all sorts of goodies. Now, they're selling 100 squares and each one is £2 each and I've seen a lot of bands doing this recently it's like a bit of a raffle thing so yeah you purchase your square and your name goes into a draw and you could potentially win this barbecue ham- hamper so there you go go along if you can help support Turrifin District Pipe Band who are doing a bit of fundraising why not it's great to see it's great to see Okay, now, I have to give a plug this week. Far be it for me to plug things, you know. But shout out to PipesDrums.com. Yes, they have uploaded, well, parts one and parts two of the Pipe Majors Forum. Now, this is quite an interesting conversation with Alan Bevan, Emmett Conway and Doug McRae. Now, the thoughts and feelings expressed in this interview series has been really quite fascinating because the guys talk about what they think the piping scene will look like emerging from the pandemic really quite interesting stuff and uh who knows we might get some of these guys on the rab show to talk about the very same thing in the near future but uh yeah that's not for a few months yet but i have to say shout out to pipesdrums.com for tackling this topic so early and it's quite an interesting conversation now that we're in the month of july and potentially this time next year we will be in the thick of a competitive season it will be really interesting to see how our competitive world actually manages to function in a post-pandemic world so yeah very interesting conversation and to hear these pipe majors thoughts on it fascinating absolutely fascinating so go along check out pipesdrums.com they've released part one and part two and uh yeah you'll not regret it honestly it's quite an interesting series that you will not want to miss there you are okay right good friend of the show mr john do he dropped a bit of a surprise on all of us. <laughs> Have you guys seen this, what John Do is up to? Oh, he's been crafty. He's been sneaky. Yeah, John Do has, well, he is dropping a brand new album. Have you seen this? Yeah, it's been the longest time, well, not really, it's been about a year or so, I suppose, since John released his first album, The High Bridge Walk, well, his EP, The High Bridge Walk. But here he is now with a whole full-blooded Mackerel Sky album. That's what he's calling it, Mackerel Sky. Honestly, guys, this is incredible. I was so fortunate I actually managed to get a pre-release copy of the album. I've managed to listen to it. It's superb. So, yeah, why not? Let's hear from John and hear all about this upcoming release. A brand new album, guys. So, welcome to the podcast, John Do. How are you, John? Are you well? I'm very well. How's yourself, Rob? The best, mate. And if anything, you've surprised us all with this album. 
<laughs> We're going to talk about this mackerel sky. It really just seems to have come out of the blue. Uh, this is the follow-up then to High Bridge Walk, is it? Kind of, yeah. It's just, um, yeah, it was just uh, the High Bridge Walk was an EP, and then I, I just wanted to do another thing like it. But yeah, I suppose it, yes, yeah, a follow-on from that. But yeah, it's an album-length EP, is like maybe half an hour. This one's uh, close to an hour, so it's just a longer piece yeah. of work, I suppose. Oh, Matt, we'll get into the whole nuts and bolts of the album, which I, I've luckily now had a listen to, and it's fantastic. But first of all, John, just wanted to catch up with yourself. How have you been, man, since we've been last chatting to you? Yeah, I've been good, man. I mean, I've, I've really been missing the bands, um, yeah. for sure, missing all the camaraderie. And uh, we had a couple of uh, Zoom, Zoom calls with the band over the winter, so that was really good. Um, and then I've been doing a lot of online competitions as well. And that just kind of kept the playing going. It's it's interesting. I kind of got the bug for it the same way that I got the bug for the games. It's a really I, weird thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, recently been very well with all this good weather. It really it makes such a difference. And uh, now that the pubs are opening up a wee bit more, and you know we can go see people from other districts. Yeah, it's just it's just everything's kind of starting to look a bit brighter all around, which is no, great. Thank so. goodness too, yeah. But I was going to ask you about the solo competitions and stuff. You've been really quite active in the online solo scene and really quite mm-hmm. successful, if you don't mind me saying so as well. Um, so how do, you, how do you find competing online, John, compared to competing in person? Um, I think for the individual, it's trickier because you miss one grace note or a double and you go, oh, I'm going to do that MSR again. Yeah. And so you end up, you end up spending an hour on an on an MSR. So that in that way it's trickier. But the the good thing about the live thing is that you've only got the one chance. Um, you've got to submit whatever you've got to go with whatever you've played, and yeah. you can't you can't change it. Um, so it, for the individual who's a perfectionist, it's it is trickier, for sure. You, you could play the uh, one but, set like fifty um, times over that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely. and people have I've had I've had mates text me being like I've been playing the pipes for eight hours I'm like oh no oh no no it's such a shame uh, and, and you feel for them but they, they're total perfectionists um, so that's why it's trickier but there's one or two that I did that are um, like semi-live so um, you, put the, you put the recording device on and then a steward watches you over Zoom and makes sure you only do one take Right, yes. And uh-huh. that, that was nerve-wracking. That was really nerve-wracking. Um, and and you, you do actually feel, yeah, you don't feel anywhere, the, the pre-recorded thing, you don't feel anywhere near as alive as you do in person. That's it, yeah. That, the, the adrenaline and that all going and everything. No, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I dare say once things go back to in person, it'll become the new normal, you know? And we'll get used to that adrenaline rush mm-hmm. again, you know, one and done. yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think that's why a lot of people do it. It is the adrenaline that you, we kind of seek a wee bit. You know, it's like, I'm 20 minutes into this pee break. Am I going to break down? Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know? Exactly, um, yeah. Yeah, it, you do get a total rush from doing the live thing. Um, but yeah, the, the online thing is still a great, I still think it's a great um, avenue to go down for performance. Yeah, definitely. John, can I ask you then, obviously you've been working hard with the guys at the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast this last while. How have you found things mm-hmm. working with Stephen yeah. and the guys? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, it's a really, really good group of, really good group of guys. Like, um, we don't take each other too seriously. We get the job done, but we don't take each other too seriously. 
like um, yeah, um, I just wish all uh, there's a team of six, I think five or six, and I just wish we could all just go to the pub every weekend and just play there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been it's been really good. It's been really exciting. It's so interesting um, chatting to all these various people. You know, we had like um, a podcast episode uh, either coming up or it's in the pipeline of uh, young teachers who are new to teaching in schools and then um, women in piping. And it's just so interesting. You just get loads of gems of information that you never get before. It's hugely yeah. beneficial. And to be to be um, at the forefront of that, like literally receiving it first and then sharing it out, it's just um, such a privilege, you know? So um, I'm working with the guys. They're, they're all great. They're awesome crack. Really, really good. So yeah, yeah I've loved it. Really, really enjoyed it, and uh, hopefully we can just continue the good work. Ah, fantastic, John. And I, yeah, I've been a bit of a fan. I think you might know that. I'm a huge fan of the Up to the Line pod. Yeah. So if anyone listening to this hasn't listened to it yet, do yourself a favor, go and check it out. There's some incredible interviews there. Quite an awesome podcast. John, the reason we got you on the show to begin with is to talk about Mackerel Sky. Brand new album, 13 <laughs> tracks, 12, 13 yeah. tracks. Yeah. And, uh, uh, 13, yeah. Yeah, and honestly, man, I think my description of this album, to kind of best describe it, because I've kind of listened to it now in its entirety, it layers is the word I want to use. There's like so many different yeah. layers, not for just one single, for every track. It seems to be that there's melody upon melody upon melody, and then they all interlink. Is that how you kind of tackled this album? Yeah, that was that was the main thing. I mean, there's a couple of there's a couple of tracks that are um, just tuning accompaniment. But yeah, the, the the whole idea is is the layering process, and um, it's one of those things where um, I did uh, at school. I did a A level music, which was very classical orientated, mm-hmm. and so that was one of the compositional styles of layering. So there's minimalism, but there's also um, polyphony, and we we studied a lot of polyphony at school and mm. um and i just love it because you're following one line and then you see something else or you hear something else and yeah layer upon layer and you hear all these different things moving in, in and around and it's creating this tension and release mm. and um i've always loved it i've always loved harmony and it's one of those things um being a, being a piper a lot of what we do is um is tune and we maybe had an add a, a harmony line or um you know in, in the in the pipe band medleys, you maybe got three lines of harmony, maybe even four in a slow air or something. Mm-hmm. And that's always my favourite part of the medley, is when you hear all those layers. And um, there's there's various suites that have been written in the past that are layered up. And um, I just wanted to explore that because, um, yeah, I just wanted to explore that more. It can, it can be done more. So that was that was the whole that was the whole point of it. And again, just getting all those layers and getting them all to move in and around each other rather than just kind of like static yeah. like that yeah. it, it is yeah. meant to be polyphonic you know mm-hmm. so that that's what i was aiming for so that that was the premise of the album and then i kind of wrote the like i kind of wrote the first uh, third first first couple of tracks first and then i kind of based the rest the rest of the album on those ideas and um, yeah, yeah that that's the whole that was the whole premise was the layering thing the album, honestly, it's, it kind of blew me away, John. You know, I, I had heard Highbridge Walk and the tracks on there are fantastic. I've been playing them on Fuse now for a long time. Uh, but this album, it's difficult to pick out an individual track to play on the radio. 
<laughs> you haven't made it easy for folks like me because the, the album yeah, works. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works all the way from the prelude all the way through to the end. And it's like a musical journey. And if you pick one track out of it, it's like you're lifting a little bit out of it. You know what I mean? Is, is that another way that you kind of tackled it? Much. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so Ross Ainsley's last two albums did that um, absolutely seamlessly. And I think I think mm-hmm. it's one of those things, um, that's what makes a good album is you can't, you listen to the start the end and yeah you pick out one thing from it and it just doesn't work Um, or it works as an as an individual thing to listen to as a single but it's so much better in um in a continuous arc um so yeah that was a big aim to try and just get it all to link um from start to finish that was yeah Uh, all the best albums do that all the best albums do that for sure i think you have definitely accomplished that john yeah for sure so this album then uh mackerel sky folks for those of you interested in uh, listening to this it's available from the 27th of august and will you be having any sort of a launch event or anything john to kick off the album or well nothing nothing properly i did kind of have a debate with the guys to say should we do this should we do that and then we've come up, up with the idea of something. So something is going to happen. Keep an eye out on the Facebook page. Uh, uh, not nothing. I mean, something's coming. Um, so, yeah, just keep an eye out. And, uh, yeah, we're going to try and do something just to build up to the launch date of the 27th. Is what uh, we're going to do. Perfect. I love that. Play your cards close to your chest, John. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you, then, there's a couple of tracks on there that's been particular highlights of my own. Uh for anyone who's interested in getting this album, whenever you do have a listen for these two tracks, one's called Merlin's Leap, which I just think is a thumping great yeah. track, man. I just love that tune. Can you tell me the story behind Merlin's Leap? Okay, so we were in France on a, um, me, my girlfriend, and another mate of mine formed a wee trio, and we were playing a gig in France, and... Um, and the place that we were staying had a pool. And then the, the groundsman of the place we were staying at, um, he had a dog called Merlin, just let it let run around the grounds. And we were in the pool, mm-hmm. and this dog called Merlin, um, I just kind of like looked up from out of the pool. One minute he was there, then I turned around the next minute, he's jumped over my head and landed in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, there's flying dogs everywhere. <laughs> so, uh yeah, I thought that was just hilarious. So I uh, wrote that tune and it was like Merlin's Leap. So. There you go. That's a proper good tune title there. And the next one that we've actually previewed this on Fuse this week. For those of you who were listening on the okay. 27th just yesterday, we played Sunday afternoon in Rattray. And I have to say the reaction, John, something serious. A lot of folks were interested in this. So do you want to tell us about the oh, title? Good. Where did it come from? Okay, so that was um, the Highland Games in Blairgarry, run by uh, the piping is run by Murray Henderson, and it's um, it's uh, yeah, it's towards the end of the piping season, and um, it's absolute, it's a fantastic games to play play at if you're a piper, really really good. Uh, so that was on a Sunday, and um, we had our uh, 2019, we had our post Worlds party in Inverary. And uh, so that was a Saturday night, and then we all went down to Glasgow. Like, we had the party in Inverary, got down to Glasgow, and then some of us woke up um, quite tired from the night before, <laughs> and uh, we had to we had to go and play at um, 
at uh, at the games at Rattray, and it's just the tune kind of just explores all the kind of emotions of playing at a games, like all the kind of you get excited but then nervous, and then the emotions kind of go up and down, and then yeah. you kind of got to be like right, settle down because it's a pee break. <laughs> so um, that yeah, it was it was written for that that particular day, Sunday afternoon um, at Rattray games, feeling quite go. tired, emotions all over the place. Um, yeah, that's what that was about. Perfect, and you can hear that coming across in the music, John. Like, like you just <laughs> described it there. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So, I have to say, John, this album, honestly, you don't get the full appreciation on the first listen through. I, I have listened through yeah. it the first time round. I thought there's so much to unpack here. I need to listen again. And yes, <laughs> I'm glad I did two, three times through, and I love it. It's stuck in my CD player, and it won't come out now for a bit. So, <laughs> yeah, I have to say, for folks who are interested in getting this you know, listen through it a few times to appreciate all the layers and stuff. And John, I'm a huge fan of this man. And I wish you every success Good, with I'm the glad. album. Thanks so much. Oh, fantastic stuff. John do there and chatting all about his upcoming album. Guys, I have listened to this thing and I can't stop listening to it. It's amazing. All right. So go along, check out Don, John Do's website and do yourself a favor. Go and pre-order that thing. Cause you will not regret it. That gets the big rap show seal of approval. There you go. Alrighty. Speaking of Big Rab Show's seal of approval, <laughs> can we talk about piping live? I know it's early. I know it's a little bit early. It's not for a couple of weeks yet. But I'm so stupidly excited for piping live, guys. Yeah. If you haven't got tickets for this event yet, go and get the festival ticket. I've told you this before. The festival pass itself, which gives you full access to every event to watch online is 65 quid. Now, had you bought the early bird ticket, you would have saved about 15 quid. You would have had to pay 50. But yeah, now the festival pass is 65 pound. It is still available, hasn't sold out. So yes, I'm telling you now, piping live just around the corner. Go get tickets for it because seriously, it seems to be every day there's another announcement of another huge gig happening. It's kind of ridiculous. It seems to be an ever-evolving situation. The guys at Piping Live are continually adding to their calendar each and every day. And it's difficult to keep up with. So I didn't want to bring a hashtag list <laughs> to the podcast this week uh, and tell you, right, this is announced, this is announced, this is announced. Instead, I will just tell you, go and check out the Piping Live website, pipinglive.co.uk. The full listings for all of their events are up there now, along with details of how you can go and get your tickets. I can't stress enough, folks, this year's Pipe and Live Festival is possibly one of the best listings I have seen in quite a while. That's saying something. And the fact that a lot of this is available to watch online... Like, come on. This is ridiculous. You don't have to be in Glasgow in person. You could watch this completely internationally. So if you are in Uruguay and you want to watch, you know, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland on stage, then you can. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm losing my words now. I'm so excited, man. Pipeandlive.co.uk. Grab tickets. All right. Just just go get, get your tickets. Get tickets. Yeah. Anyway, I have to talk about, well, the event that kicks the whole thing off on the first day, of course. On the 7th, we have the Silver Chanter. Yep. Of course, the Silver Chanter event, I cannot wait for it. It's going to be happening in the National Piping Centre and the whole thing will be live streamed online for us to watch. Now, we have 
competing at it, we have Stuart Little, Finlay Johnson, Glenn Brown, Callum Beaumont, Angus McCall and Ian Spears. Of course, Stuart Little won it in 2020, so he's back to defend his title. So, seriously, this is ridiculous. What a lineup! <laughs> so, yeah, tune in, watch the Silver Chanter, and I wish all of those competitors the very best of luck. It'll be quite a difficult difficult feat to lift the silver chander there you are so now i'm only picking that one out because that kicks the festival off all right don't come at me and say oh you only mentioned the silver chander but you never mentioned anything else well yeah that's the silver chander events happening on the saturday the 7th and then it carries through from there with the main festival starting proper on the sunday then from the 8th and all the rest guys just go and check the pipe and live website all right do yourself a favor (laughs) go and get tickets because there's so much happening that I can't read here on the podcast. And um, that's what I'm going to talk about next week's show. Yes, of course, yeah, we are in the middle of a global pandemic and all the rest, so we don't have a World Pipe Band Championship to do a preview episode of, but we do have a Pipe and Live Festival. Now, we do normally do a Pipe and Live Festival preview episode where it's just me giving you my own particular picks from the festival. But... We decided to mix it up. Next week's podcast, we are going to be talking to all of the Big Rab Show team. And we will all give you our own particular picks for this upcoming festival. It's going to be quite a huge week in piping. And they have crammed in so much stuff that it's, yeah, it's kind of... Make your head spin. You know, there is so much happening. And in some cases, there's things happening at the same time. So it's going to be really difficult to figure out what do you watch first. So, yeah, ourselves in the Big Rab Show podcast... Next week, we'll be giving you our Pipe and Live picks. Yeah, the must-see events that you should be checking out and adding to your calendar. So that's all for next week's pod. There you are. Alrighty. Speaking of events that are happening, yeah, Big Rab Show Beer Tent. Of course, it was only a matter of time before I mentioned it. You knew that. You knew that. Yeah, Big Rab Show Beer Tent is happening, folks, the 14th of August just around the corner really isn't that long and we have been announcing who has been appearing or who will be appearing at the beer tent on the 14th and um yeah i I know i didn't say i was going to read a hashtag list but i'm gonna all right it's my show it's my show all right we have to give a shout out to yeah margaret dunn margaret dunn of course will be there I'm dead excited for that to see Margaret on the show. We also have Xavier Bordeaux as well, giving us that little bit of Breton flavour in there. Awesome. So Xavier will be there. We also have a drum major display. Now, this is not just drum majors from Northern Ireland that you may think, but this is truly international. Uh, This is like a huge, huge deal that involves drum majors from all around the globe. So, yeah, we are so excited to bring this to the Big Rab Show beer tent, man. That's going to be so much fun. Yeah, an international drum major display. That's going to be cool. Also, if you want to tune in and win, we are also giving away on the day a free copy of Finding Bagpipe Freedom by Andrew Douglas and Camille Late. Yeah, if you guys have been wanting to get your hands on a copy of this book, but you just thought, ah... I don't want to spend the dough on it just yet. I'll wait. Well, yeah, tune into the beer tent. We're going to have a bit of fun, a bit of crack on the day on the 14th. And the winner of our eventual competition or draw or prize draw or whatever, tune in and win. You can get your free copy of a book. So there you go. Tune in on the 14th. Watch the beer tent. Catch some blistering piping and drumming live. And yeah, you get the opportunity to win yourself a free book. Yeah. Friday and bagpipe freedom, boys. Now... 
Right here on the podcast, I am going to announce some further names of artists that are going to be appearing on the Big Rab Show Beer Tent that have not been announced anywhere else. Yeah, now on a recent YouTube video, we recently announced that Lincoln Hilton will be taking part in the Big Rab Show Beer Tent. We are so excited to bring this to the podcast, man. Lincoln, of course, all the way in sunny Australia. It's just fantastic to have an international player rather than someone from here in the UK. So... Yeah, we have Xavier Bordeaux from Breton, of course. Now we have Lincoln Hilton from Australia. Are you getting the picture here? This event is already bigger <laughs> than last year's. It's huge, baby. So, yeah, we've got Lincoln Hilton joining us. And I cannot wait to see Lincoln on the show, man. It's going to be fantastic. We also have piping powerhouse. That is Ross Miller. Ross Miller! Yes, absolute legend. We've already announced that Ross will be appearing on the show. Ross Miller. (sighs) Yeah, I'm a huge fan. So I I can't wait. So that's Lincoln Hilton, Ross Miller. And now, this hasn't been announced anywhere yet. So here on the podcast, we can announce first. Yeah, for you drummers out there, we have Care McQuillan. Yeah, go on, Care. Care McQuillan, of course, of KMQ. Yeah, we're dead excited to have Care on the show because you guys know every time he produces a performance, it um, what is it I say that he will melt your face? Well, yes, be prepared for Care to melt your face. <laughs> Care will be part of the show on the fourteenth. We also have another huge announcement from St Lawrence Tool Pipe Band. We have Kyle Rothschild joining us. Go on, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle Rothschild will be joining us, and uh, I dare say we'll hopefully get some tunes from Kyle as well as some good cracking banter. I'm looking forward to that. So, guys, what a lineup, and we're not done. We still have a load more people to announce who are appearing on the on the, the beer tent, all happening on the 14th, and we'll possibly talk about it on next week's pod. We've got more names to bring you, uh, but what a lineup so far, folks! Like seriously. Where would you get this all in one place? You have Margaret Dunn, Xavier Bordeaux, of course, international drum majors. We have Lincoln Hilton, Ross Miller, Kerry McQuillan, Kyle Rothschild, and of course, a prize giveaway for you to win a free book. And that's all for free. Now, that's one of the things I keep putting across. People are asking me for tickets. Oh, Rob, your beer town event sounds class. Where do we get tickets? There is no tickets. Just tune in. All you have to do is be following us on social media and you'll get the notification to say that we are live. Yes, on the 14th, keep your eye on the Big Rab Show. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that sort of stuff. And yeah, you'll get the notification to let you know when we are live with the Beer Tent event. And we hope you can join us live, in person, on the day. We really hope that you can join us. Uh, I do know that if you are living internationally with time differences and such, it might be difficult. Uh, but yeah, hopefully you guys can watch on the replay. But the whole crux of it is is that instead of throwing a World Pipe Band Championship party, that we're throwing a Big Rab Show beer tent party. So why not join us on the beer tent? Catch up with some blistering piping and a bit of a conversation and a bit of crack on the day as well. I'm really looking forward to this, man. It's absolutely brilliant. What a lineup! It's like seriously, seriously. Anyway, I have to give a bit of a shout this week to Braybrack. Braybrack are dead excited. Actually, they have announced a bit of a tour. Now it's been too long since we've seen the guys of Braybrack on stage. They've been doing little kind of gigs here and there, kind of dipping their toe this last while in the music world. 
kind of just getting back into the way of playing again. But now they have announced a full-blooded tour. Kicking off from the 12th of September, they are touring the length and breadth of the UK all the way through to the end of October. Now, unfortunately, they aren't making the journey across here to Ireland. They're sticking with me in land Britain at the moment. So, yeah, there you go. Bray Brack, if you're listening, guys, come on over here. It's only a wee hop, skip and a jump over the Irish Sea. Come on over and join us, play a few gigs. So, yeah, shout out to the guys at Bray Brack. They have launched a brand new tour. Dead excited for that. I'm really, really looking forward to seeing them back on the road again. Now, speaking of other bands who are back on the road, shout out to NOS. Than Nos. Yeah, Nos are on the road, of course, and Doska are on the road as well. I think Rora are still in the studio. Yeah, they're kind of keeping that one very close to their chest. <clears throat> There's been no further announcements on that, but yeah, anyone connected with Rora have any rumours, let us know. Uh, but yeah, there's been loads of announcements recently of all sorts of bands being back on touring ways. And if you are heading back to the stage, then we want to hear from you. Please do give us a shout here, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, <laughs> looking forward to seeing just more gigs happening, man. On oh. Ah, I'm just so excited. Things are really starting to ramp up, folks. And it's just, yeah, I'm just really enjoying all of these announcements coming through. And if anything, there's just too much to bring here to the show, you know. So, yeah, I do know that was possibly something I've missed here for all the news and stuff that's happened this past while. So, apologies. Don't forget, of course, if we did miss your story in particular, then you can email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Ooh. I have to give a bit of a mention to Trist fans. Those of you who are fans of Trist, yeah, they've been uploading little tiny clips and stuff of what they've been up to preparing for Piping Live. Now, all I need to say here is that Trist have been working on all new music. (sighs) Yeah, so for any Trist fans out there, go and check it out. All new music from Trist going to be dropping at Piping Live. And go and check out Trist on social media. Guys, seriously, this is ridiculous. So, yeah, go and have a look at that. Alrighty, guys, that's it for the news and views and all that stuff. And like I said, if we did happen to miss yours, then please do email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Alrighty, I think it's about time that I go and get myself a big cup of tea. (laughs) Yeah, it's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Your one-stop shop for all of your piping and drumming needs. Thanks to the continued support of their friends and customers throughout the years, Lone Star Piper is now the official retailer for R.G. Hardy in the United States of America. From custom hand-sewn Gaelic-themed kilts and uniforms to R.G. Hardy and Henderson bagpipes, LoneStarPiper.com has you covered from head to toe. With R.G. Hardy's extensive line of products, they have everything you need to be successful on or off the grass. If you have any questions about any of the products they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com, helping champions look and sound their best. McClellan Bagpipes, from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan, from Euston, Scotland. They adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter, plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. 
Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time, and like I said at the beginning of this week's podcast, we're going to be talking about quite a sensitive area. Now, this conversation, honestly, is one that I do think that everyone in the piping scene, everyone in the world, for that matter, should hear. Yes, it's a difficult conversation, and some of the areas that we do discuss here may be particularly sensitive for some folks listening right now. So like I said at the very beginning of the show, if you do find the discussion on mental health and depression, anxiety, stress, and yeah, suicide and issues that are as dark as that, then if you do find such conversations difficult, then at this point, I wish you well. We'll see you on next week's podcast. And uh, yeah, hope you're keeping well. Um, But yes, for the rest of you who decide to persevere and actually... Have a listen to what we have to say. This is such a valuable conversation, folks, for anyone out there who is experiencing mental health issues or knows someone who has or is, or you maybe have your suspicions. Or even at that, if you think everyone in your circle is perfectly fine and well, then have a listen to this conversation and it may well make you think twice to consider everyone's health and well-being around you. This is such an interesting conversation uh, with Valerie Quinn and Alicia dixon Hammond, of course, from the Big Rab Show team. And we talk about a Facebook group that's called Light of Foot. And I'll let Valerie talk more about it here in the upcoming interview. But uh, I have to say, I am immensely proud to be able to bring this conversation to the podcast. I think it's incredibly valuable. And yeah, I hope that you can persevere and hear the message. This is such an important conversation that I do feel needs to be brought to the show And, uh, yeah, I think it's incredibly important, like I've already said. All right, without further ado, let's welcome the guys to the Big Rab Show podcast. So, welcome to the podcast. Two folks that I'm sure um, you may not be aware of who they are, but you'll know who Alicia is. Hello, Alicia. How are you doing? (laughs) Of course, member of the Big Rab Show team, Andrew Major extraordinaire. Of course, you all know Alicia. Uh, But joining us, we also have Valerie Quinn. Valerie, how are you? Hiya, Rab. How are you? The very best. Now, we're going to be talking about quite a heavy topic on the podcast this week, one of which that we've been wanting to bring to the show now for a number of weeks. And uh, it's a difficult one to tackle, and for good reason. We're going to be talking about mental health, uh, depression, anxiety, stress, all of that sort of stuff. And us as human beings, not just musicians, pipers and drummers and such, we all kind of have moments in time where we do suffer from mental health issues as well as physical health issues. Um, so the reason we have you guys on the show this week is because you guys are involved in a bit of a group that's helping bands in the marching scene here in Northern Ireland. Valerie, do you want to tell us a bit about this group, first of all? Sure. Uh, the group is called Light of Foot, um, and the name is chosen purposely. Light of Foot is a very famous um, march, a uh, flip band march, but it also it's how we want our members to be. We don't want them to feel very heavy laden. We want them to feel nice and light light of foot obviously and then of course the foot marching you know it all just came together in that there yeah. but it started a way back in june 2019 uh, long before covid ever was a concern and um it was one of a, a gentleman who was in flute band in scotland was actually working in belgium and um he had been on a train journey and a lady committed suicide by throwing herself in front of the train and he was really, really shook up by it and really upset by it. And he happened to be speaking to a friend of his who was in flute band in Belfast. And um, Billy said, um, you know, 
at the same time the conversation this was all coming around and he was talking about and there was a high incidence of suicides in the flute band scene in Belfast as well around that time and um Billy says, um, I can't do anything, but I know someone who maybe can. And he got in touch with me. So we started off very, very simple. We said, look, we just need somewhere where people can talk. Um, and I contacted quite a few of ones around the, the band scene who, A, I knew had come through their own mental difficulties or were familiar with mental health and, and maybe even worked in the field or, you know, they had family members and so on. Um, and we ended up with about, 17 or 18 uh, different members. Alicia was one of them as well. Uh, I know her through Corbett Accordion, which is the other string to her bow, as well as the pipes. <laughs> and yeah. um, we, we, we got together. So we set up a, just a very simple Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And the whole premise of it is that we're here to listen. We're not here to judge. We're just here to talk to. Um, we're not saying we are mental health experts in any way. We're here primarily to listen to you and to what they call signpost and guide you to someone who can um, maybe help you further if you feel you need to. And sometimes even just being able to talk to someone is, is half the battle. Um, within the marching band scene in particular, sometimes all people have in common is the band and the interest and so on. So the very fact that we are all bands people ourselves or in the Orange Orders um, means that there's that connection to begin with. And it means when you're going to a, a formal therapist or a doctor, et cetera, you sometimes don't want to mention what your hobbies are. And it can, you know, and it can be a blocker to, to feeling that you can talk. Plus the fact that the marching bands are such a fantastic support network. Uh, when you think you are in that person's company every week at band practice, then maybe twice a week at parades and competitions, you're in them, you know when they're changing. And you're probably... Among, if you're aware of what to look out for, you're probably among the first people who will see the signs, sometimes more than family. You'll notice someone hasn't been at band practice for a few weeks, whereas they would regularly be in attendance. They're not the usual selves. They're maybe a bit more withdrawn than they normally mm. would be and so on. And you're also able to provide support in a way that sometimes direct family members can't. Um, personally speaking, I suffered from mental health and there's so many types of it. It's not that you feel sad and you're sitting crying all the time. That's not what it is. There are so many different types of it, which I know we'll we'll cover later in our discussion. Um, And we have kind of all been there in one format or another. Mine's is work-related stress. Uh, Someone else is is depression. Someone else um, is eating disorders. You know, it's, it's all those mental health things. So it's not that you're expecting someone to be sitting crying all the time. It's just someone just feels that life is sometimes a wee bit too much for them. Yeah. And it's, we're trying to get rid of that stigma. You know, it's okay not to be okay, as the famous saying goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we've tried to do is to raise awareness, just within the bands, um, uh, to raise the awareness of kind of what to look out for, to raise awareness of where you can go to get further help, even just to be there for them to chat to. So it's... Um, we're not saying we're going to solve all your problems, but we at least want to be there to help you try. I think that that's kind of where I want to come to this from, to, to make people aware of this group and that it's available, not just for folks in the marching scene. I know you know folks locally here in Northern Ireland are well aware of the marching scene, but for folks in the pipe band scene as well. Alicia, I'm sure you know yourself that recently in, in the last six, seven months, 
the piping scene have been really quite harshly hit with folks suffering from all sorts of mental health uh, issues. And I'm not sure if it's a result of the pandemic and bands not being able to practice together, things like that. How have you found things in the piping scene of late and folks, you know, struggling with mental health issues? Hello, I with the pipe band saying we have been hit very bad and I think it's really important. Yes, we are coming from a marching band background as in with light of foot. Um, yeah. But even when you look at pipe bands, there's nearly with most pipe bands bar when you're going up the grades, it's like a family band. So yeah. if one person has been hit, you know, there's a big group of people. And as well as Valerie was saying there about marching bands, you're seeing each other one night a week at band practice and then maybe two times a week at the weekends with band parades. I suppose pipe bands are in a similar position because you practice two nights a week mm-hmm. and then you're a full Saturday together and then you're yeah. back the next week. Now, obviously, because of the pandemic, we haven't had that much contact. So I suppose for pipe bands this year, it's been very difficult because you're practicing via Zoom or some means and we haven't been meeting up socially and things so I suppose it's difficult to pick up those signs to see if somebody is struggling a wee bit and also the stigma that comes across with yeah, I'm having a really bad day here you know ease yeah. up a bit mm-hmm. um so yeah I think for the pipe band world it has been very hard you know with the accordion band like obviously most people know I'm from an accordion band background mm-hmm. before I went into drum majoring um we were able to meet sooner than flute bands and pipe bands because we weren't blowing an instrument. Yeah. Um, so COVID, so we were able to get back a wee bit quicker. Um, so obviously that's had an impact for our band. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think for the pipe band world as well, it is when you're competing in, the, in that high stress environment, you are like a family member. And I think if it hits one person, it kind of knocks everybody else out of sync. It, well, happens, it, yeah. it does anecdotally I've always found that it has a kind of ripple effect whereas yeah. you have a, a band where one person has taken that final drastic step that it won't be the last which is always a scary thing um, and I mean there's no such thing as um, you know counselling for band members after losing a member of the band and as, as you say, Alicia, and as you've said quite rightly, Rob, we are a family. And, and to be honest, I don't think the genre of band is important. No. Because regardless of whether you're flute, accordion, brass, yeah. pipe, you are a family. You have that support network. You have that closeness. And you have that contact. Um, and it, it really doesn't matter what instrument you play. Mm. Um, so that's what, we, that's what we've lost through the pandemic. Uh, and I think that now that we're coming out of the pandemic, I, I was telling you, Rab, earlier on that um, many, many years ago, whenever whenever I was struggling with my mental health, um, the doctor said to me that what happens is that your adrenaline keeps you going. Um, so I had kind of thought when the pandemic hit that we would see an increase in contacts mm-hmm. through the page, but we didn't. But then when I've kind of been thinking about it, the doctor told me many times ago that when you, your adrenaline keeps you going when you need to keep going. And then when you relax, it's kind of, you know, the way when you take Alicia um, a week off for holidays or two weeks off for holidays, that's when you get the cold without fail. <laughs> yeah. But it's because your adrenaline and your body has been keeping you going. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you're relaxing, all those levels 
come down and your serotonin and all that there comes down. And then that's when all the bugs and that they're starting. So my kind of theory, it's not an expert theory by any means, is that now that things are starting to slowly get back to more normality, that we will start to see more incidents of mental health yeah. coming to, about because people are, during the pandemic, you knew you had to keep going. You knew, you know, these are difficult circumstances. We have to go. But now that we're starting to relax and come back and life are getting back to normal, band practices are getting back and all that kind of stuff, I think we'll start to see more of this sort of effect. And, and you're already experiencing it in the, as we call it, the pipe band scene. Yeah, definitely, Valerie. I think ourselves in the RAB show have we been contacted recently by a lot of folks who are getting back into competitive playing again after not lifting their instrument for well over a year and a bit. And even the thought of getting it out of the box for some folks is filling them with dread, going, yeah. ah, this is a nightmare. I, we, we've discussed this before, and I really do feel that regardless what band you're from, pipe band background, marching band background, whatever, even in sport, the way you are as a coach, as a music teacher, as a drum major instructor, whatever, mm-hmm. Our strategies of teaching will have to change. Yes. Because we don't know what people are coming back to us like. Mm-hmm. They could be nervous coming back to an environment, the pressure of having to attend practice twice a week, once a week, whatever, committing to band parades or competitions or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. And also, then, how as an instructor you teach somebody. How you speak to somebody could completely be the her that broke, you know, yeah. the camel's back, as mm-hmm, the saying mm-hmm. would go. Um, because you don't know what people are coming with, what, what they're coming to practice. You don't know what kind of day they've, they've had or whatever. Uh, you could say one word and that be the trigger. Um, Fowler had mentioned something there just um, when she was speaking there about, you know, the ripple effect in a band that if somebody had committed suicide and this is something that we in light of foot have had to do training on so anybody that you're speaking to have attended training mm-hmm. so basically what the training is saying that it's the way in which you speak about suicide and um, just ask it out you know are you thinking about it because there's no shame in it yeah be direct if you go with the approach are you really thinking about like committing suicide? That that automatically puts a barrier up with that person who you're wanting to confide in you to help. Yeah, so yeah. I suppose it's just being direct and asking the question. And also the ripple effect is what Valerie was saying, is if one person knows somebody who has committed suicide, that is already implanted in their brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that will have a knock-on effect. The next person and the next person knows that, oh, that's a way to do it. Yeah. Where if you haven't had um, a close contact of suicide or anything like that, you're less likely to think about doing that act. Yeah, to think mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. And you do tend to find Which that that surprised me actually doing that training was like, oh, I never thought of it that way. You mm-hmm. know, like you hear of it, but I haven't had any really close family or friends that have really went that yes I've had a work colleague but that wouldn't automatically make me think that but then I haven't been in that deep dark place to to make me think that Mm -hmm. um but I thought that was quite interesting that 
it's so common now that actually this is having a snowball effect that this is implanted in somebody else's head that yeah. this then could be the snowball effect and that's why you do see in local areas that kind of is happening one person in the next and then the next because it's a local matter or it's a band matter or it's a community matter or whatever the case may be yeah. and that's that's totally true and and what you're saying is right alicia and that you tend to find where there is a spate of things like that there it's by the same method yeah you know, it's, yeah. Uh, you know that the, the the way that they they do commit suicide and and you're totally right you know it's one of the things that we have on our leaflets like Asking about it won't put it in their head. You know, it, it could already be there. And you, it, there's no there's no stigma to saying, do you feel like harming yourself? You know, do, do, do you feel like ending your life? And it is right to come through out and say that, as Alicia says. It's, it's, you know, it's about being straight to the point. Certainly. The other thing is, I think we, un, we underestimate as bands people just how much we get from the band and the effects it has positive effects it has on our mental health you know so it, it helps with positive feelings and our motivation um you know it helps us relax it helps reduce our stress it improves our focus and it can reduce anxiety and depression and those are all uh, proven benefits of music and when you think over the past year and a half we haven't had that at all yeah exactly um and and there's kind of um you know when you think particularly with the pipe bands when you're competing um, you know, there's they're kind of that buzz that you get. I can't mm. think of a better word for it, but yeah. it's an adrenaline buzz <laughs> that you get when you're competing. And especially if you win, you know, it's that elation and that joy. And we underestimate just how much bands of Henry genre do for your mental health. And, you know, the fact that there's a group of friends that you have that you know you can go to talk to, whereas you maybe don't want to worry your wife or your husband or your parents but the group of friends are there. They see you all day, every day. They probably know you as well as your own family. Um, and I think we understand how strong a network we have there in the band scene. And there's absolutely nothing focused on it. Um, I've had people approach me because um, I'm involved in, in the chair of the Ulster Bands Forum. I'm formerly chair of the Confederation of Ulster Bands, which sort of had, you know, the interest of pipe bands as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had people from the, the health trusts you know, at various meetings saying, if we could only get an inroad into the men in marching bands, because men's mental health, particularly, uh, or men's health generally, not even just mental health, (laughs) that whole 18 to 30 age group is the most difficult demographic for health professionals to engage to. And yet when you're in your practice hall, you have those men sitting there where, you know, you could do you can talk to them about anything. So that's one of the avenues that we took in like a foot in that we produced wee leaflets that you can have sitting in your band hall or wee business cards that you can, you know, give to your members. Mm-hmm. And literally it's just a list of useful contacts or a little bit of, you know, what the warning signs are and things like that there um, so that you know what to watch for. And they could take the leaflet and take it home so you don't even have to mention it, but it's there. They can take it home, have a and reread of it, it and think yeah what we can do so mm-hmm. we have all those leaflets and business cards and that there and any band who would like those for the band hall or even any lodge member who would like those for the band hall please just reach out and uh, we will get you some of those because that is exactly what they're for exactly. genre of band doesn't make a difference so can any i ask band, them, maybe, sorry go ahead we should, sorry Valerie, maybe we should send that over in pdf to rab rab you could share that on the big rab perfect yeah that, that would be mm-hmm. excellent yeah of yeah, course you know, so- I think I think although this was set up for marching bands, mm-hmm. when you look at um, 
you know, different messages coming in. Um, we have like a wee background room mm-hmm. um, of admin, uh, kind of staff, our volunteers, whatever you want to call us, Valerie. Um, but the names that are coming in are, you know, not just dance people, um, you know, it could be just... All religions, creeds and colours. Yeah, like <laughs> our posts could be shared and then their work colleagues have liked the page because they've liked the quote or they've yeah. liked what it's about. And mm-hmm. so if there is anybody listening out there, just like the page. And if there is something, just, just message in. You know, it, it's, mm-hmm. yes, it was initially set up for bands, marching bands, but I mean... Open for you're everyone. Well, you're well, and if you want to yeah. stick to Sunday and you're feeling a wee bit down, well, you know, it's an avenue that you don't necessarily need to know who you're talking to. Yeah. Some people would prefer that they do know who they're talking to, that it's confidential. Everything is confidential on that, so... Yeah. So can I ask then, folks, um, that's quite a difficult question then. For, for anyone who's going to band practice now that things are opening again, and you do happen to notice one of your members of the band is not acting the way that they normally would. Um, what sort of things should folks be looking out for in their fellow band members to, you know, just to see, you know, maybe that guy in the end's not, you know, he's not right. There's something not right yeah. with him. You know what I mean? How do you make that initial, you know what I mean? That first, first thing step? I think is, is, is kind of recognizing the symptoms. Um, they're not mm-hmm. going to be sitting in the band practice in floods of tears. It's just as simple as that. <laughs> you know, it might be that they just seem really stressed out or, you know, they might be they might be hitting alcohol harder than they ever did before. I mean, it can be something yeah. as simple as that there. They might be feeling a wee bit, you know, hopeless. Like, oh, there's no point me trying this. I, you know, I can't get it. Or um, they could have recently gone through a, relie- a bereavement or, you know, a relationship breakup. Or, you know, they, they're sort of like distancing from the band. They're not mm. getting involved in things as much as they used to do. Um, you know, and it's just changes the behavior out of normal. Because mm-hmm. you know these people so well, you can kind of see, well, they're not really attending as much as they used to, or they're not really getting involved. Or normally she'd be the first person to volunteer and, you know, she's not really getting involved at this stage. Yeah. And the, the most important thing to do is to talk to them. Don't shy away from talking to them um, and let them know. I have found and we have found through through like a foot for the past couple of years that if you find someone who has had mental issues and is talking to someone else, it's almost like you're finishing each other's sentences because you're going through the same thing and they know exactly what you're talking about. You know, um, one of the things we commonly talk about is a mask. You have this mask that you wear when you're out and about where everything is hunky-dory. You're your normal, bright, breezy self. But when you come home, you take the mask off. Um, And sometimes it can be quite hard to see behind that mask. But actually talking to the person and just saying, look, you know, you're just not yourself. I'm a bit worried about you. I just want help. You know, is there anything I can do? could even be particularly in the you know with the pandemic and all that kind of stuff it could even be money issues i mean money issues can affect your mental health mm-hmm. i know of bands who you know have approached people and said look you know i know you lost your job i know you're struggling the band will give you a wee loan you know and that's between that person and the band nobody else needs to know you know mm-hmm. and, and band master whoever has authorization but it's really just telling them that you're there for them and you know um if they're not attending practices, make a point of contacting them. Not to put pressure on them, but just to say, like, you know, notice you haven't been in, it's not like you, that kind of thing. Right. Um, and 
and, and really just tell them that there's somebody there. One of the things that we try to do on, on the Facebook page, and someone actually um, asked us about it because we try to post motivational messages, but they're not always positive. They're kind of things like, you know, today might feel like a really crappy day for you, but that's okay. Let yeah. it be a crappy day. You feel like not getting out of your bed today. That's okay. Don't do it. Don't force yourself to do things that maybe just feel too much for you. Because mm-hmm. tomorrow is another day and you start again and you, and you know, just say, okay, I'm going to have a crap day today. I'm not even going to bother trying to do the iron or the washing or whatever it is that you feel you have in your plate. And to be honest, it's those small things that just all build up and build up. And then you start to feel this is just too much for me. Yeah. And you start to, you know, get anxious. You start to worry. And it's, it's, it's allowing yourself to fall back on your normal standards. It's allowing yourself to not do the things that you normally did. And that's really, really difficult for people to do. It's really difficult for people to say, my house is a mess, but I'm not going to bother cleaning it today because my, I just feel up to it. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier about blokes. And yeah, yeah, I am a bloke. <laughs> and there is, I hate to say it, but there is that macho thing. You know, if you ever tried talking to your pal about, ah, I'm feeling a bit crap today. Normally in Northern Ireland, there's that thing. You get a slap along the back of the head and towel the wise up. And, you know, there's that whole macho thing. You beat your chest and you move on. But <laughs> it's very much the case that we need more blokes to talk about things like about mental health. Do you know what I mean? Found one of the most um, the most effective things for for us. Um, one of our members is a gentleman, Derek Williams, who runs Procore um, Drums down there in Rathfryland. And Derek will tell you himself he has struggled with mental health himself. And people in the band scene would look at Derek and go, "There's no way." I mean, his nickname's Devil. You know, and there's he's no so way. Manly, like he, he, he is, you know, a big guy, muscles, tattoos. You know, you would never say that there. And he's always so bubbly and cheerful and happy. And you, you know, people look at him and go, "There's no way, no way, right? Absolutely no way." And Derek goes out and he he talks to to people at band practice, and you can actually see the men in the in the audience listening, going, "Oh my god." Yeah. You know, so it's obviously okay for me to feel like this because like Derek feeling like this, you know, I felt mm-hmm. like this. Um, and it's that connection. It's knowing that you're not on your own. And, you know, I think the first reaction everyone has, um, you know, like you said, really not feeling that today. I'm just feeling crap. The, your first reaction naturally is to chevy them out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But don't, you know, turn around and say, seriously, you know, is there anything in particular that's bothering you? Do you want to talk about it? And it's, it's, as you say, it's that stigma and that in itself can stop a lot of people. So what we have found is a lot of people don't want to do it face to face, but they're quite happily doing it by text. So that's part of the reason that the page was set up in that people can send us private messages through Facebook. Um, You will be talking to the page. If you want to know who you're talking to, you can ask. If you don't want to know, you'll not be told. And it could be any one of 16, 17, 18 people, as I say. Um, we do have members of the team who um, specialise in mental health themselves, you know, who work in that industry. Mm-hmm. Other people like myself who have maybe um, gone through mental health issues themselves. Um, I suffered from burnout 20 odd years ago and have been in heavy de- doses of antidepressants ever since. And, you know, people will say to me, Valerie, you're the last person that I ever thought would be depressed. But I am, and I do, and I do get the days where I struggle. And I think people who have gone through that before, 
need to be a bit braver about speaking out and say, yeah, I struggled. You know, I, I was off work for 10 months. Um, and, you know, it, it's got to, once we get over the stigma of saying, yes, we've been there, then I think it makes people easier for other people to say, well, you know, how did you get through that? What, what did you do? And it's not necessarily um, a case of you'll go to your doctor and they'll give you medication. And a lot of people don't like medication. Personally, I'm happy to take two tablets every morning for the rest of my life and I'll stop me feeling that way again. But other people don't like medication, you know, and it's all a personal choice. And there's so many different um, methods of, you know, mindfulness, relaxation techniques, all that kind of stuff that are really good. And, and sometimes you don't even feel like going to band practice. You just can't be bothered. You know, yeah. it's getting that motivation up and going that is sometimes the, the biggest sign of depression first. I just can't yeah. bother doing it, you know. For sure. So can I ask then, folks, just to kind of, we're, we're going to wrap it up in a very neat bow here, but we're going to leave the door very much open for anyone who's listening to the show right now. And we might have mentioned something that might have struck a chord with you. Please reach out to us on the Big Rab Show. Uh, our email address is always bigrabshow at gmail.com. And uh, we'll do what we can to give you all the available resources and stuff. Um, but also, Alicia, do you want to remind folks then about the group and how people can possibly contact them if they need yeah, some help? Yeah, so get in contact with any of us and we'll get leaflets, you know, posted to you for yeah. your halls or wherever you're meeting. Um, can I just say, look, if you have a sore tooth, you go to the dentist. Uh, yeah that's the perfect example (laughs) you know if if you are not feeling 100% right come speak to us or you know try and get some help you know you're valuable to lots of people you don't realize it but you very much are and Mm. just remember that and just ask for help there's there's no shame in asking for help yeah your your life matters that's one of the, the, the hash lines that we use. Your life matters. And also hashtag that on family because that is what we are. Um, so the, the Facebook page is just simply light of foot. You can search for it in the search screen. And um, as I say, Alicia says, you know, contact us if you want leaflets for your band hall or if you want someone to come out to talk. It's, it's literally, it's as relaxed as that. It's just, you know, as if we were talking here now. Um, it's not... We're not coming to lecture anybody. We are just there to try and say, it's okay not to be okay. Exactly, exactly. And that's the message I think we're going to close on there. So uh, Alicia and Valerie, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week. Honestly, I think it's been a really valuable conversation and one of which I hope the piping scene will take to heart. So, So yeah, indeed. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Quite a valuable conversation there and a lot of food for thought. If anything... Once I finished recording that interview, um, I kind of found myself winding it back. And as I was going through the edit there, I found I didn't edit any of it. (laughs) I kept everything in. Normally I do edit interviews and stuff for time. I try to compress them a little bit and remove ums and ahs, coughs and sneezes and stuff like that. But I brought this interview, Watch and All, this week because I really thought it was such a valuable conversation, like I said there. Yeah, quite a worthwhile message. Guys, if anything that we've talked about here on this week's show, on this week's topic, has caused you to think in any way that perhaps there is cause for concern, or perhaps you would like to reach out to this group, then please do. They are on Facebook, like I said, the social media, Light of Foot. And go and check them out. They are available, obviously, for folks here in Northern Ireland, because that's where it originated. But they are also available for folks 
internationally and they can signpost you for other uh, international sources that are that are doing similar work so no matter where you're listening to us right now you know if we have talked about anything here that you found of value or of interest or even if you just want to know more anything like that as always our email box is always open bigrabshow at gmail.com or of course you can contact these folks direct of course on their social media light of foot i have to say a huge thank you to Valerie Quinn and to Alicia Dixon Hamill, of course, a big Rab Show team member. Uh, this was an episode that was quite a labour of love to put together, but one that we thought was really quite valuable to bring to the show. A very heavy topic, not going to lie. This is not an easy thing to talk about, and yeah, will probably remain to be a difficult topic for a lot of people. And uh, again, like Valerie said, we're going to do our best to remove the stigma and it's okay not to be okay you know and that's exactly the message that we're going to put across have a chat with your fellow bandmates you know check in on them have a cup of tea with them say hey mate how's it going you know how's things and you know just that little bit of a conversation can really brighten someone's day you know that little bit of a hey how's it going pal you all right you know that wee chat really opens the door guys I know it's quite a heavy topic this week. Next week, we will be addressing everything Pipe and Live. So we'll be all sorts of lighthearted and we'll be all sorts of excited for the upcoming festival. I just feel at this point, the Pipe and World has been quite harshly hit with all sorts of tragedy. And let's face it, we've been without our music this last year, 18 months. And folks are finding it difficult without competitions without meeting all of our friends all the time yeah and now we find ourselves in a period of rebuilding it's going to be difficult and like we said at this week's word of the week it will require effort you know as with everything it requires effort so guys i hope that you've managed to enjoy this week's topic of the week i will let you go with some food for thought there like i said our email box is always open Uh, to talk about anything that we've discussed on this week's podcast or any of our previous episodes, please do get in contact with us. As always, our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. You know where to get a hold of us. All right, folks. Don't forget, if you haven't already, then please do subscribe, no matter where you're listening to us right now. Give us that little follow, that subscribe, wherever you are, because then each and every week as we upload another episode, you'll get a little bing. To let you know that Rab has uploaded another one. And also, like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon where our Patreon folks are getting absolutely spoiled rotten with tons of early content from the Beer Tent event. Yeah, so that lineup lineup that I just read there earlier, yeah, some of our Patreon folks might have caught little clips of it already. So yeah, why not go and check it out? Big Rab Show over there on Patreon. Go and give us a click of support and be part of the Patreon faithful. All right, guys quite a heavy episode this week thank you if you've lasted to this long on the podcast you deserve a medal but like i said at the very beginning it was going to be quite a hefty episode with a lot to talk about thank you all for tuning in this week and each and every week and we'll see you on the big rab show podcast next week all the best Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. 
played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show Podcast. All the best.